Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 36 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. The only one he ever feared because motherfucker threw glass and he turned it into sand. That's the full title. Look it up on page. No. 807. It's not, but... Correct. We have some announcements and reminders. Um, We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog. Love WizardTeam. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create, and you you can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org. Slash donate. We got a lot of things coming up soon. Trying to go to Baltimore for Universal Fan Con. Need to get Connie out here for San Diego Comic Con. Trying to take over the world. But anyway, we got big plans for the money. It won't go to waste. It all goes to a good cause, namely us being able to do more of this better, faster, stronger. That uh, turned into a Kanye song, but that's great. Um, But I concur. (laughs) Um, We have Wizard Team merch, so you can. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So you can head over to our website um, to set up your nerd fashion and stationery game. We got lots of cool things. You should get them. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to our Black. To Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deb with nerd news and links to what's been going on in the world. Um, so if you want to be in the know, both in the world news, the trashy crap happening in American politics, and the amazing stuff happening in the world of entertainment, um, subscribe. You can go to blackgirlscreate.org. Um, and we are wrapping up book five. Um, and we'll be soon doing a live tweet of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the movie. So you should join us on Saturday, April 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific time um, while we watch the movie. You can use the hashtags WizardTeam and HPOOTP to join the conversation and watch this movie with us. With all of us, you included, if you, and Amani. If you don't, I understand why. Felt like I got thrown under the bus last week. All of a sudden, I'm watching it by myself. I I mean, if you feel that it's throwing you under the bus. You're not going to watch with me? I'm going to put all of these negative thoughts in my head. Make me watch the movie immediately after I finish the book. And then you're not going to. Hold up. Make you. Yeah. You act like we haven't been doing this for two and a half years. But I just realized that, like, as I'm reading this book, one of the big reasons why I'm able to love Order of the Phoenix is because I never watch the movie after I've read the book. There's space and distance. And so it's two totally separate things. That's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah, it kind of is. No. Okay, moving on. It is time for Wizard Team News. (laughs) 
Everyone's favorite magical web series is currently crowdfunding for season two. Check out the Indiegogo campaign for Hermione Granger in the Quarter Life Crisis. They just hit one big milestone, but they've got a couple more to go. Give what you can if you can. And if you can't, give the gift of word of mouth. So tell people about this show. Have them check out the first fi- the first season and then tell them that they can give to make the second season happen. Mm-hmm. Retweet, like, share. All of those all things. All those things. <laughs> We're trying to get them out here with season two. I need more Bay June, okay? It's that simple. Do it for Robin. Hopefully, a, ooh, oh, oh, definitely a scene where he's not wearing a shirt. Okay. Mm, I don't okay. know what that would have to do with the plot. Maybe he just gets back from Quidditch mm-hmm. practice and he's like drying off. Maybe he's out of the shower. Fan service. You know. You could just. I, mm, okay. All right. He's so um, cute. And I'm also really scared because, like, I know Eliana. Eliana knows him. I don't know if he listens to this podcast. But either way, the, like, degrees of separation mean that I need to be really way more chill. Sh- yeah. That I am able to be. You do. You really do. I am who I am. Um, so this was kind of news last week, except we haven't seen it yet. So the Fantastic Beasts teaser trailer has dropped and we have seen it. So I mean, I don't know that we need to have like a full conversation about it's a teaser trailer. It was like sixty seconds and it was a thing. Um it did bring up questions about rules of the wizarding world and the breaking of those rules perhaps maybe not but it seemed like that potentially could be a problem but other than that like there were two beasts and Dumbledore is not giving us fashion icon yet maybe who knows maybe no. he's gonna, they'll surprise us maybe there's like a CGI situation that we don't know about so they were like we don't want to flash in too much in the teaser trailer but come like the actual trailer or even the movie right we just go like surprise you with the purple and the stars and shit and you're gonna be like what we didn't know Jew Law was really rocking like that maybe that's what's happening um but so, Jew Law should be rocking a, a a cloak I'm just saying but you know I, I, I agree I'm just trying to be optimistic instead of our normal mad this is annoying and we're gonna shout a lot Um, i have one person because i also think because i think that's what's gonna end up happening and so at this point i'm just like maybe we'll get things that i already know we're not gonna get i'm trying to find out this thing um so jessica williams who is going to be in the second movie mostly because she's jessica williams and she called somebody who called somebody and they were like yeah sure she went on this like clap back about the pushback against like some of the rule breaking um let me just find something but she's basically she was like do you really think that y'all know more about the world of harry potter than jk rowling knows about the world of harry potter and to that i say yeah yeah i do because you know why i read read the the books. books when's the last time she's read the books i'll wait you tell me and there's just been like I mean, obviously, so we're Black Girls Create. We we built our whole thing around, you know, critical fandom and calling out your favorite things and and just being more thoughtful about things. And I just I just feel like <clears throat> mostly because we what we've seen so far with Cursed Child and and Fantastic Beast One, 
we can we have the we have earned the right I and Bayana, but I personally have paid for the right to be skeptical. And like and the things that we see um from that teaser trailer, like my antennas are up. I'm not saying that they can't fix a plot hole or they didn't put the plot hole there on purpose. But when you when you're doing a teaser trailer and the first thing you see is a major plot hole, mm-hmm. like you it's can't not even a plot hole. It's yeah. a breaking of a rule that's been established, right? Like I think there's a difference between like yes, plot. You know, I think there's a difference between plot and then like the actual world that you've built, right? Um, and one of the like really staple things about like telling stories and then especially like sci-fi fantasy stories where you're making shit up, like. You can make up whatever the fuck you want. That's fine. They just, it just has to, like, within that world, it has to make sense. And you can't decide one thing at one point and then change it at another point just because it's convenient for plot. And so that's what, like, it seems like is happening. Right. But who knows? Maybe it's not. But they also do also, they also have a history of retconning things that have already been put out to fit plot. So it's just, like, why it feels like... They could be deciding. They could be deciding that this was the time when when <clears throat> when they realized that maybe people shouldn't be able to apparate in Hogwarts, except for that. In every other thing that we've read on Pottermore, in the Harry Potter books itself, that rule and those spells have been in place for much longer than like fifty years. So I mean, I think honestly, I'm at the point where like. Is it maybe it's like the the it's maybe it's the five stages of grief. I think that's where I am. Um, <laughs> I act like now that I'm thinking about it, because um, <clears throat> I was first in denial. Like I was like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but this is I uh, what's I know it didn't happen. And then I was mad. Angry. But and like at this point, I'm just You've like I'm so resigned. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm like I'm resigned. I don't want to like part of the part of the thing is I don't want to keep beating the dead horse, right? Like mm-hmm. I definitely watching the trailer had a react like I had that reaction about operating in Hogwarts and was like, what? Huh? To the point where like it distracted me from I only watched the trailer once, plus yeah. just the first three seconds to make sure that I didn't miss see them operating in the Hogwarts. <laughs> um but like I it, like so I barely remember what was in the trailer to be honest, which is why I don't have any real plot points to discuss based on the teaser. But I also like just feel like it's not helpful. Like I think some things are helpful, right? Like talking about Johnny Depp and like real issues like that. I, for me, I think mm-hmm. I think it's helpful. I think that, um, and I'm not saying other people's critiques are like y'all do what you want to do and have your opinions on him. I think for me at this point, I'm over. I don't know. I, I just don't want to be like mad anymore. Like yeah. it is what it is and it's frustrating and it's annoying. And like, I'm going to roll my eyes. I don't really care about seeing the movie at all, but okay. Yeah, I, Like at this I point, mean, like the trailer came out and I was like, all right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And I think my biggest thing is, um, and I'm putting, um, another reason why you guys should become a Patronus is that you should, I'm putting a link in there. Um, my problem is, is that Jessica Williams comes out, and she speaks to Mashable, and the way that they set it up is like, um, but like a light in the darkest of times, one hardcore Harry Potter fan who actually happens to be um, an upcoming Fantastic Beast has settled the debate once and for all. And it's like, no, she hasn't. She's given her opinion as a fan. We have the right to give our opinion and our feedback as fans and mm-hmm. our 
like what we're excited about, what we're not excited about, what we've been disappointed about. And you cannot dismiss it as, oh, you know, there's just, they're always going to, there are, there is a sub, subset of fangirls and fanboys who are just not happy when anyone takes on canon or changes canon or anything. I'm definitely not one of those people. I like the Harry Potter movies for the most part. Um, I I mean, me too, to be I honest. I spoil myself so in a lot of things because I don't really care um, as long as the story is told well. But, like you said, right when the trailer actually came out, it's like, when you were building a world and that world has to have rules for it to work, you can't just go around dismantling those rules. And if you are then do it with a little bit more care and respect. And I do get it. It's a teaser trailer. So there could be a whole number of ways in which they fix that in the movie when they're tell when they have more time, but do not discount the people whose initial reactions were like, what the fuck? Because as we saw with cursed child and the first movie, it is not unreasonable to believe that she or David Yates have, have not gone back and read those books. Or like, not decided, or have decided that they're like fuck the rules. Because I also think that like they want to have been very clear about who is the 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 owner of that world. Yeah. Um, I also think that they have they are mad defensive um, whenever there's any backlash, which is funny because I always feel like they should for, not not all of it. Like some of the stuff, I don't think they necessarily need to foresee. But the apparating the Hogwarts in the first scene, I feel like. Somebody had to know that somebody was going to have a, at least a question about it. I think that, like, we, you know, we get we get emotional and, like, extra sometimes where it's like, why would you let them apparate in the Hogwarts and all kind of stuff? And, like, okay, cool. Maybe we should, like, chill slightly in our delivery, but it's still, like, a valid question. Right. And, and so this is the thing. And um, this, I think, segues nicely into our next bit of news, and then we can get into mm-hmm. the chapter. Like, you can't want an engaged fandom who really cares and not be ready for any pushback like hate to do it again because he's not finished his books but George R. R. Martin I think does a pretty decent job of either clapping back when people complain or just taking that shit in stride like I haven't seen and maybe I've just missed it but I haven't seen him like do a flame war because some of his readers disagree with like where the characters are going so much as saying like yeah I understand that but it's not done yet you know and like that could just be the answer but to pretend like people are being unreasonable for being like I spent eight seven movies however many years being told that you cannot operate inside of Hogwarts and the first thing you show me is not one super powerful minister of magic someone but like literally six people operating and then storming the castle like nah (laughs) just in cursed child harry potter is going through the flu network like do that it's there even better probably we don't get that utilized as much as we should no some cool kind of magic yeah it i mean yeah and then, and then finally, and then don't ask Jessica Williams her opinion as if that shuts 
the conversation down. I like Jessica Williams as a comedian, as a host, whatever. I don't give a fuck about her Potterhead bona fides. Like, I would go toe to toe with that girl on Potter. Robin's like, any she was a woman when I was day. shooting in the gym. Right. <laughs> she wasn't here. She ain't on this pot. But, you know, like, I'm not saying that she's not a fan. I'm not saying any of that. But just because you have the ear of the creator and because you're getting a check is even less of a reason for me to, like, be like, oh, well, Jessica Williams said it. So, you know, like. Yeah. I don't even, I can't even think of a Potterhead who I would trust over my own feelings. Maybe you. But that's because we've been. That's because I got the facts. We've been doing this. Yeah. We got history. (laughs) But Jessica Williams said, so it's squash. Fuck that noise. It ain't squash. I squash when I say it's squash. (laughs) And now to our next bit of news. (laughs) Um, So. I I mean Robin might listen to Mugglecast. I don't, um, but they did, and I don't mean that as I don't mean that as shade. I just am saying this as like I don't mean that as shade at all. Um, I'm just saying that at one point I'm saying it to say that I don't have like all the context and like haven't listened to this episode and like I got this from uh, it was on Hypeable, um, so it's like based off of some speculation that happened on Mugglecast. I haven't listened to the actual episode where the speculation happened. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. I don't listen to Mugglecast either. Yeah, okay, yeah. That was all I was saying. In case anyone <laughs> else does listen to Mugglecast and did hear this episode, let, like, let us know, because I, yeah, was just, I'm curious to learn more, but I also have very little time. And let I barely listen know. I'm not interested. to the podcasts that I have on my queue. But no shade to Mugglecast, were... but shade to Mugglecast. Oh, I am not shading them at all but maybe wrong no i'm saying Um, let bayana know because i'm not interested no shade but shade oh i didn't hear that personally okay yeah personally robin is shade shade. robin shade (laughs) okay cool robin shade cool because i have no shade i have no (laughs) context anything (laughs) nothing but there was like they were having some interesting speculation based on this um article about the wizarding world logo and how it's changed and how it no longer says J.K. Rowling's, J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World. That is kind of a tongue twister and didn't realize. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> those R's and W's. I love how this, like, sorry, aside, I love how this podcast, like, half the time is just, like, observations on speech and, like, alliteration and shit. We um, should have anyway. another podcast on alliteration. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so instead of saying J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World, it just says Wizarding World. Um, and it also has, like, a pretty lit logo, if, you know, but if you want to, like, check it out. But because it no longer, like, is, because her name is no longer, like, attached to it visually, they were speculating that maybe it'll start opening up in the way of, like, Star Wars and kind of, like, other franchises. So, yeah, I mean, it was just an interesting kind of thing that I found while I was on Twitter. It's, yeah, I mean, who knows whether that's actually happening. I mean, we have our opinions, and I feel like we've voiced them um, a bunch of, number of times Mm-hmm. Um, just about like the kind of directions that she could go with that. Like it's probably for the best, to be honest. Yeah. So I don't know. This is just interesting bit of. And it's not like fully news, but some speculation about stuff that we kind of talk about, and it felt like it fit. So be right. interesting. And she's already kind of started doing that with the cursed child, which the article points out as well. Which who what a way to begin. Only can go up from here. I mean, you know, I yeah. think honestly, like I, it, it 
it could go, I think it could go a number of ways, right? Like, I think that if they're really, like, if they are doing this, because we, this is, again, speculation, so it's not, like, facts or anything. If they are doing it, I think, on the one hand, it could go the way that Star Wars seems to be going right now, where they just, like, hire a bunch of white dudes to do everything. And, and yeah, almost like, older. No, I'm talking, sorry, specifically for the movies. Oh, for the um, movies, yeah. Where they've just been, like, hiring a bunch of white dudes, and it's like, okay, but there are other people who could, yeah, you know, do this. But, again, in, but in the books, they seem to be doing well. For example, Daniel Jose Older is, like, has already has, like, at least one story out and is writing, like, a full book. So, you know, it's kind of, like, showing, like, the kind of ways you could go and, like, the kind of people that you could go to. Um, I think it would... I don't know. It would make sense and it would be better if they, like, were searching for, like, inclusive voices and stories and authors and writers and stuff. Um, but we'll see. If any, like, yeah. I'll, it, like, either way for me, it feels like I'll, I'll either, just kind of, like, off the conversation we were just having about the teaser trailer, like, I'll either, it'll either, like, make me super excited and I'll be like, this is so great, I'm so excited, and, like, love for the Wizarding World in this, like, in 2018, or... Mm-hmm. I'll just continue to just be like, okay, fuck, whatever. Who cares? Well, so um, the um, article points out that, like, there are two Wizarding World mobile games coming out later, um, Wizards Unite and Hogwarts Journey, and they exist within her world, use her characters. They both have Harry Potter in the title, but neither of them are canon. Mm-hmm. And then the previous logo on... Um, Pottermore's included from J.K. Rowling under the Pottermore logo, and now it's just the logo Pottermore and um, Wizarding World. So you can still find the, you know, writings by J.K. Rowling, like the first tab. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a slow backing away process, which I'm excited about. And not that I'm not excited not that I'm excited because she's not going to be writing. Like, I would love for her to continue to be in this world. Just that some other writers can get a chance to play within the rules of the world and in the world building, but give us something different. Because the reason why I was so stoked about um, Fantastic Beasts when it was first announced was because she kept insisting it wasn't a prequel she kept insisting it was standalone. The name Fantastic Beasts, I felt like we were going to get a Care of Magical Creatures on steroids type of thing. A, a um, Steve Irwin alligator hunter with with magic type of whatever, mm-hmm. which we got for the first half of the movie. I'll, I'll give it that. The first half of the movie, I was in. I was into it. But then it became just more and more, like, even with The Cursed Child and the second half of Fantastic Beasts and then with this trailer, it's... It's a it's retreading a story that was like told already. Told and told in such a way that was like I mean not any not everything's perfect but darn near perfect. Like I have not gone from the first time I discovered Potter until now. I haven't gone back into those books and had like oh my god, why did she do this? Oh my god. Like I have it in terms of like why didn't fucking Harry open the mirror? I get it book plot wise you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I've gotten to the point now where I'm you know relating more to the teachers and the students but the book and the lessons from the book and the and the pacing and all of that stuff has not changed for me at all and how great it is you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like kind of comfort food 
And so it's like when you, you know, see someone making mac and cheese and all of a sudden they're putting broccoli in it and mashed with, like, ranch dressing or whatever the hell that terrible mac and cheese was that was going around on the Internet. Um, It's like, why? Like, that was great. Like, sometimes you'll get a bad batch of mac and cheese, but it's still mac and cheese. Now you're doing all this shit and I'm offended. Mm-hmm. And it's not what it it's not mac and cheese. So stop calling it that, you know, and I feel like that's what's going on. And so and there have been other franchises that I think have done it well. Star Wars, maybe not on screen, but the extended universe has done it well. Um, mm-hmm. Part of me wants to say Doctor Who, but, you know, comics and books wise. Um, but I am eager to see. I guess Star Trek. Star Trek has done it well in the same format over and over mm-hmm. again. So, yeah. I mean, let's hope for that. Yeah. So, birthdays. We don't have any. No. Patroni. We don't have any. On to this goddamn book that nobody mm-hmm. cares about. Previously on Wizard Team. So, Harry basically played himself, is what happened. Uh, he played himself and, and he played, he played himself. He played his friends. He played himself, he played his friends, he played his dads. Everybody. Everybody got played. Um, and he, <clears throat> so he picks up the prophecy, turns out the Death Eaters want it, so then they go through this whole chase situation. We get to find out some really dope stuff about the time room, so that was cool, but other than that, um, things went to shit. Harry and Neville are the only two conscious, um, Neville's legs won't stop dancing because he got hit with the Tarantulegra curse. Can so there's that. Can someone counter jinx him, um, please? He's been dancing for a legit 45 minutes. Yeah, for a cool second. The Order jumps in. Um, Sirius Remus talks. Mad-Eye and Kingsley come through uh, to save um, Harry and his friends. Kingsley is that one took on two Death Two Death Eaters at once. He's really out here. Um, and then... Dumbledore shows up to really like wrap things up. He was like, "All right, it's enough. been a, it's been enough time. We he should like, we need to you guys, I got wrap this up." A shipment of cockroach clusters coming, so I want to be there when they arrive. Shut it down. Yeah, we gotta we gotta let's wrap, do this. Um, unfortunately, though, while all these things are happening, and it seems like you know we're at least oh, also the prophecy smashed. That was important. Yes. That was important. Harry dropped the prophecy, and then Neville kicked it because he can't control his legs. And then it's matched. But then, unfortunately, Bellatrix. Sirius got hit with a curse by Bellatrix and then fell through the veil. Um, that's, like, in the middle of the room that they're in. So that's kind of where we left off. Um, Remus is kind of holding on to Harry because Harry, at the moment, is, like basically trying not not like literally trying to run into the veil but kind of like not like like not not like i'm not like i'm doing it because this i don't know i can't word it right he's trying to run into the veil to save sirius basically but not like yeah he's like why are sirius i need to go like because in his head he's like there's another side i can just go grab him it's really easy he just went through so let me just go get him and remus is like no (laughs) <laughs> that's not how it works uh so yeah so just you know buckle up for the first part of this chapter 
to be really sad. Okay, <clears throat> while you do this, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down. I'm gonna. You want me to wait for you to get comfortable? No, I'm just just give me a thumbs up when it's past this. Wait. Well, no, because I have I have thoughts. I can't just uh uh-uh. talk to myself about it. There are things in the middle. Mm-mm. You have to. You at least have to be listening slightly. Mm-mm. Sorry. I'm sorry. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Okay. He hasn't gone here. He yelled. He did not believe it. He would not believe it. Um, Lupin did not understand. People hid behind that curtain. He had heard them whispering for the first time. The first time he'd entered the room, Sirius was hiding, dumb. simply lurking out of sight. He's not dumb. He's just... He, two plus two equals eight to Harry Potter. He doesn't understand where he is. He doesn't, like, understand that this is the death room or what that veil actually is. Which would be a is. great reason to leave it the fuck alone, but go ahead. Well, I mean... Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm just gonna um, take a nap. Okay, so he's he's calling for Sirius, and Lupin's like he can't come back. Um, his voice breaking as he struggled to contain Harry. So this is like, I mean, we so just like carrying on from last chapter. Everyone's feelings benched. I'm just gonna get that out the way. Mm-hmm. Especially you, and Monty and Portia. Money and Portia aren't even in the chat. I don't care. They're still bitch. Everyone's, everyone's feelings bitch, so it doesn't matter. Everyone's feelings bitch. But, so, like, one of the things that's, like, it's good writing. It's really heartbreaking, though. It's, like, Harry's going through this thing, right? And he's, like, shouting for Sirius. and like, no, he's not dead. But Lupin is also, like, going through it right now as well, but also has to, like, sit here and it's try parent. to make sure Harry doesn't do anything, like, dumb. Um, yeah, and parent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> I just I don't like this. That's um, what he has to do. It is what he has to do. It is what he has to do. Uh, nothing mattered except that Lupin stopped pretending that Sirius, who was standing feet from them behind that old curtain, was not going to emerge at any moment, shaking back his dark hair and eager to re-enter the battle. Um, Harry still was still staring at the archway as Lupin drags Harry away angry now that Sirius was keeping him waiting um but then part of him realized even as he fought to break free from Lupin that Sirius had never kept him waiting before Sirius had risked everything always to see Harry to help him if Sirius was not reappearing out of that archway when Harry was yelling for him as though his life depended on it the only possible explanation was that he could not come back um so we just pause with these ellipses it's I don't like you know I feel like I may have said this I think we have said this before. I don't. So, like, I ellipses in text messages, not all the time, but, like, often get on my nerves. No, not only anxiety-inducing. Like, sometimes I just feel like people put ellipses where they don't need to be, and I'm like, why? They're just, like, overused sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I wonder if it's also just, like, this goddamn book. (laughs) Like, why are you using these ellipses? You're just trying to mess with my feelings. You're manipulating me, and I don't like it. He could not come back. But he really was. Dot, dot, dot. No, I didn't ask for that. No one asked for it. Um, I didn't ask for this whole chapter. I didn't ask for this whole book. I didn't ask Um, Harry Potter to not open his goddamn Christmas present. Like, you know, the thing is, and then I'm going to go back to my nap. 
TV shows and books and stuff, they all hinge upon... The one thing this has got going for it is it's before cell phones, and they're magical, so cell phones wouldn't really work anyway. They all hinge upon you not doing the obvious thing, or doing... You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a whole series of events when one question, comment, could have fixed the whole thing. When when um, Harry broke into the fire before to talk to Sirius, Sirius would have been like, hey, you know what? This would be easier next time if you just use the mirror. And Harry would be like, what mirror? You know, that gift I gave you that you were supposed to open. Oh, okay, I didn't want to get you in trouble, but if that's all that is, I'll use it next time. Done. These are facts. And the lack Um, of the follow-up questions just makes it even worse, because it didn't have to happen. Hashtag plot. We could still be sitting here laughing, making fun of Death Eaters, Sears putting in a, you know, a burn or two at at Snape, even though he's not even here, but, you know, that's what he does. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so so the so the battle is kind of wrapping up. Dumbledore has most of the Death Eaters grouped in the middle of the room, immobilized by by invisible ropes. Mad Eye um, yeah. crawled across the room to to revive Tonks, and then behind the dais there were still flashes of lights, grunts, and cries. Kingsley had run forward to continue Sirius's duel with Bellatrix. So then Neville comes down to where Harry is. Harry's no longer struggling against Lupin, who maintained a precautionary grip on his arm nevertheless i'm just gonna go ahead and feelings mention myself even more because only thing i could think was hashtag dad why i don't know what just happened and it went in my brain and i don't like it but it was there and i felt like i needed to share it with everyone why i don't need it i'm sorry i apologize so Neville says, Harry, I'm really sorry. Was that man, was Sirius Black a friend of yours? And I know Neville, Neville like, like, this why moment. Why crying about this notorious <laughs> well, math murder? No, so that's my thing, right? It's like, I know where this is, like, a moment where Neville is, like, you know, he's trying to console Harry and be, uh, you know, be a good friend. But also, Neville, why are you here? Like, didn't you hear on the way that, like, y'all were here to save Sirius from Voldemort? But now you just ask it if Sirius was a friend of Harry's. Not to say that he's not a Ravenclaw, I well, because he's not. But also, I'm just like, are are you like like that? That's just some real ride or die ass shit. Like you don't know why you're going to uh, to fight Voldemort. You don't know what what's happening. You don't have no types of nothing, no backstory, no nothing. But you're just now finding out that Harry and Sirius were friends. Yeah, I um. I always read it more as, like, you've been yelling about this serious black guy, but I don't know what he looks like. And then, oh, was that him? And then, oh. No, he'd know what he looks like. He's on every, he's, like, the oh. front page of the paper for a year. True. I don't know. He's no Ravenclaw, I guess. Yeah. I just, I only save that thought for when Harry's speaking, I guess. No, and I don't even mean it as, like, a, as, like, a really fam. I also just mean it as, like, Neville is here, and he still doesn't really know why. Neville just, just like, wanted to help Jenny. That's what I'm saying. He just wanted to help his friends. No, but even still, he was like arguing with Harry about why they should be able to come. Like he just wants to help his friends, which is great. Right. That's like he's a Gryffindor. But geez, this is what it is. But it's yeah. Ride, ask questions, and then do the math, and then maybe possibly die, but only as a very last resort. 
Yeah, nope. Not Neville. We should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, so Lupin finally uh, lifts the spell on Neville's legs. Finally! Um, so it's been been a while. So Lupin, so then, and then says, let's find the others. Where are they, Neville? Lupin turned away from the archway as he spoke. It sounded as though every word were causing him pain. You're causing us pain, J.K. Rowling. Shame on you. Lupin has no one left. I mean, he kind of has talks, but he won't let her let himself have talks. He kind of has Harry, but J.K. Rowling won't let him have Harry. So he's turning away from the veil and turning away from the last person that knew the whole true him and loved him anyway. Oh, God. We're all on the bench. Well, I guess it's not really a bench anymore. Didn't we decide that, like, she has her own, the Connie has it's, her own, there's like, a chase it's a condo now. There's, <laughs> there, there's a fainting couch. Um, we got unlimited, you know, cable and Hulu without commercial breaks, Netflix mm. of all countries, so you can even watch Japanese Netflix if you're into it. And Doctor Who. In America. Oh, BBC. We got Channel 4 for those of you like me who love a good panel show. It's a cozy place. Besides all the fields. The only problem yeah. is, is that we have all of those things, but then every like two seconds they start to play the funeral music. So Neville kind of goes down the list. Um, a brain attacked Ron, but I think he's alright. Hermione's unconscious, but we could feel a pulse. Um... And then Harry sees Kingsley yelling in pain and hitting the ground. Bellatrix turns and runs as Dumbledore whips around. He aims a spell at her, but she deflects it. And then Harry decides, she killed Sirius. She killed him. I'll kill her. Yep, sounds about right. The only question I have is how. You this, know. Is an actual, this is actually like a, a parallel, now I think about it, um, to Prisoner of Azkaban when Harry was like, I'm going to kill Sirius because he killed my parents. And again... How? Like, you are not equipped. You're not, like, you don't, you don't know what you're doing. So I don't understand how you're able to kill her. It just doesn't seem correct. Um, through sheer force of personality. I'm so tired. And not in the sense of, like, I haven't slept in three days tired. In a sense of, like, my bones are weary because I have read these books hundreds of times and this never gets easier. It's very true. And it only gets worse if you decide to read it slowly. Like we did. So Harry runs off past Luna, who was groaning on the floor, past Jenny, who said, Harry, what? Past Ron, who was giggling feebly. And Hermione, who was still unconscious. Can someone help both of them with that shit, but start with Ron? Because that is, like, the last thing that you need to see when your heart is broken. is just, like, some git giggling and being like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I'm jinxing dude yesterday. But I tell you, if I'm sitting here crying because my dad died and, and my best friend is over there giggling like an idiot... He will get punched in the face. Well, he's cursed, obviously. I know. That's why I'm saying also, fix it. Also, Harry's running by him, though. Like, it's not like, like he's just... Ran, it's just to show him he's alive. Ran, stopped, punched him in the face, and then kept running. 
that seems counterproductive, but okay. Um, so Belchick disappears through a door on the other side of the room. Beyond, beyond her was the corridor leading back to the lifts. She slammed the door on his face and the, and the walls began to rotate again. Where's the exit? He shouted, where's the way out? The room seemed to be waiting for him to ask and the door right behind him flew open. And so he ran, um, basically he, it's like, it's a race there. He's, he's trying to get to her, but then he has to wait for the elevator. And then he finally gets to the elevator and then he gets up, gets out onto the atrium and sees Bellatrix almost at the telephone lift at the other end of the hall. Um, but she looked back as he sprinted towards her and aimed another spell at him. He dodged behind the fountain of magical brethren. The spell zoomed past him and hit a, the rock golden gates at the other side of the atrium so that they rang like bells. There were no more footsteps. She had stopped running. Come out, come out, little Harry. What did you come after me for then? I thought you were here to avenge my dear cousin. I am, shouted Harry. Um, again, how? How are you going to call him my dear cousin? You just killed him. She's the worst. He wasn't that dear. Yeah, Harry's just gotta She's figure awful. it out. He lived with muggles. We are we excel at killing people. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, it's not how it works, but it's okay. Um, Probably not, but I'm just saying. Did you love him, little baby Potter? Hatred rose in Harry, um, such that he had never known before. He flung himself out from behind the fountain and bellowed, "Crucio!" Belchick screamed. The spell had knocked her off her feet, but she did not writhe in shriek and pain as Neville had. She was already on her feet again, breathless, no longer laughing. Never used an unvi- oh, sorry, an unforgivable curse before, have you, boy? You need to mean them, Potter. You need to really want to cause pain to enjoy it. Righteous anger won't hurt me for long. I'll show you how it's done, shall I? I'll give you a lesson. So, I mean, it's a thing that we've talked about, I think, probably since we learned about unforgivable curses back yeah. in Goblet of Fire. Um, but they're just not things that, like, anyone could just do. And just be like, well, Avada Kedavra, like, that's not going to do nothing. You have to really be like, I like oh, killing. Shout you have to be to, a serial killer. To the play Puff that is off-Broadway in um, New York. And they do a great send-up of this. Of having, how you can't really, but can accidentally kill someone with that spell. It's amazing. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But, Yeah. Um, I still need to see that. Um, yes. <clears throat> so Belchick screamed Crucio and he was forced to duck down again um, as the centaur's arm holding its bow spun off and landed with a crash on the floor a short distance from the golden wizard's head. Potter, you cannot win against me. I was and am the Dark Lord's most loyal servant. I learned the dark arts from him and I know spells of such power that you pathetic little boy can never hope to compete. Then why do you use Crucio like Harry uses Expelliarmus? I just feel like if you know all of I these everyone spells of such powers, maybe be a little bit more versatile. Switch it up. I mean, everyone has their face. Here's my thing, though. Do you see her, like, caping? I learned the dark arts from the best. You mm-hmm. can't get me. And he's like, bitch, who do you think taught me? Dumbledore. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's not even true. At this well, point, I know, but who taught me? <laughs> Hagrid, <laughs> um, a Death Eater, but then also like Lupin, but then also like <laughs> Quirrell. Like, it's been it's been up and go. It's been touch and go. Been, yeah, it's been rough. I'm teaching with students now, is what what I mean to say. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I think that it's like an interesting 
Like, the way that she's so proud of it, and, like, she's been taught by... It just... It, like, it's really important to always remember Bellatrix's standing. It's more than mm-hmm. obsession with Voldemort. And her, like, never wavering belief in him. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that in that, like, we've seen Voldemort, like, use unforgivable curses like nothing. When, like, an obviously an easier non like an easier and forgivable curse would have done you know kill Mm -hmm. the spare whatever I don't have the time and so you know she's not quite to the Avada Kedavra part even though it seems like Lucius seems like Lucius is like always throwing that spell at children good thing he's not uh, good at it but uh, uh, Bellatrix uses like she's cool with using it but she likes to play with her food before she eats it yeah that's true so. but like yeah and I, that's kind of what makes her you know a little bit more dangerous I guess mm-hmm. or at least a little <laughs> at least makes her you know unhinged but there is like this weird like that's it's one of my favorite scenes in my least in, in this in this whole soup of terrible um, is this juxtaposition between Bellatrix kind of taunting Harry, but like is still like reliant upon that one spell, while Harry is also reliant on Expelliarmus? It's like two sides of the same coin, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Bellatrix and Harry are they? They're completely different creatures, but um, just that that how you get you can get caught in your own pattern. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. More importantly, I'm I'm sad. Uh Stupefy yelled Harry, um Bellatrix blocks it, so then Harry has to dodge his own sounding spell. Um Potter, I'm going to give you one chance, shouted Bellatrix. Give me the prophecy, roll it out toward me now, and I may spare your life. Well you're going to have to kill me because it's gone, Harry roared. As he shouted it, pain seared across his forehead. And he knows, said Harry, your dear old mate Voldemort knows it's gone. He's not going to be happy with you, is he? What? What do you mean, she cried. And for the first time, there was fear in her voice. The prophecy smashed when I was trying to get Neville up the steps. What do you think Voldemort will say about that then? Um, His scar seared and burned. The pain of it was making his eyes stream. Liar, she she shrieked. You've got it, Potter, and you will give it to me. Accio prophecy. Accio prophecy. Harry laughed again because he knew it would incense her. Um, the pain building in his head so badly, he thought his skull might burst. Nothing there, he shouted. Nothing to summon. It smashed and nobody heard what it said. Tell your boss that. No, it isn't true. You're lying. Master, I tried. I tried. Do not punish me. Don't waste your breath, yelled Harry. He can't hear you from here. Can't I, Potter? Said a high, cold voice. Uh, Harry Potter always just Lord, making wild assumptions. He does. Lord Voldemort had appeared you in the... your brain. How have you not gotten there yet? Well, <gasps> no, no, no. He can he can hear him, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he could hear her. I think that's what she was trying. Or like, basically, he's saying like he can't. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't I, really matter because Harry he's here. does not understand the really. He doesn't understand occupancy. Yeah, but I don't or their connection. That... But like, no. But that's not his fault. No, first of all, it, but no. also, just stop yeah. being loud and wrong about it, though. You don't know. But how does he know if he's loud and wrong if he has not been taught? 
you don't know what you don't know, so you don't know that you're wrong if no one's ever told you what's actually going on. I don't that's know. I just fault. feel like he's just also, being recklessly wrong. But go ahead. Really, that's not really him being recklessly wrong. He's taunting Bellatrix, which is a bad idea, but at this point, like, fuck it. Um, really, what he doesn't understand is that you can apparate into the Ministry of Magic. Well, they haven't learned that yet, and that is also dumb. Because Lord Voldemort just appears in the middle of the hall, his wand pointing at Harry. So I you just, mean to tell me this Negro could have come in anytime he wanted to? Mm-hmm. There is, so you know, you cannot he's, operate he's, onto the ground of Hogwarts. No. Though that is... Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but you can operate onto the ground, or on into the Ministry of Magic, which I guess because it's mostly a worker thing, it's like, fine, it saves time no. or whatever. But can sense, you? But it's fine. I mean, there it's not, are all those fireplaces. Use the food network. You're fine. Lock them uh, down at nighttime. Regulate who's coming in and out. Yes, all of those things. But you know, there's like no fly list. You know, where someone's mm-hmm. like signature or whatever. They go to the airport. Their thing gets popped up. They get flagged. Come with us, sir. Whatever. There's like. People who are like, you were banned from this bar or something. And it goes around to all of the people. And then if you try to walk in the bar, they're like, dude, you can't come in here. Mm-hmm. There is not like a an exception thing. So, you know, you do like if A, then B, except for C. There is not yeah. like a you can operate unless you're Voldemort <laughs> with this Apparently DNA not. profile. Apparently, if you not. have a. If you have a record of an Askaman for doing, because you know everybody goes to Askaman, but if you have a record of Askaman for doing a felony or more type of thing, which I don't even know if they call them felonies, but like you cannot operate into the ministry. Take the visitor's entrance. If you're a terrorist. Yes. That seems like a pretty standard functional spell. Oh, there's this dark lord who wants to overthrow the government take over and become the all-powerful dark lord. He wants to be a lord. Yeah, that's fine. He can operate in. No big deal. Yep. Well, he doesn't exist to them anymore, remember? So they probably took him off the list. If there is one, I doubt there is one. There, to be there honest. isn't one. There's not one. Because doesn't Dumbledore operate in, too? Everybody apparates in. Everybody. And so... They left Dumbledore the visitor's entrance I, unlocked after hours. I know, and we've talked about that. I don't need to go back into that. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that anyone can come in at any time. There's no regulation. I'm just saying that if we're going with this lax security system, could there not at least be a special list of people? I And I agree. Like, which, I, okay. I, at the very least, yes. Visitor entrance open all the time. You can operate in, you know, we know some of y'all have trouble getting to work, me included. But if your name is Voldemort, nah, son. Serious Black shouldn't have been able to operate his ass in. He's a notorious mass murderer for all they know. That's what I'm saying. None of them should have been able to, and somehow it's the easiest, it's the most easily penetrable building in the entire wizarding world. Like, I just know the goblins are looking at <laughs> Ministry, like, 
word. Right. The goblin, like, Gringotts has all of these security measures. Hogwarts, which is like, okay, yes, there are students you want to protect. There's a lot of, like, experimental magic. You got to have some, like, safety precautions and things like that. But for the most part, the majority of the people at Hogwarts are between the ages of 11 and 17. They all know shit. And they are more secure. In the government building. With all of their information. With a time room. And a a space room. room. With the time room. That's supposedly heavily regulated, but how how would we know at this point? You can just walk on in. Mm -hmm. As long as you have a badge on that says Robin Jordan Rescue Mission. (laughs) Or just... Robin Jordan, you're still a time turner. <laughs> time turner heist. <laughs> Have a nice day. Thanks, got everything I need. See you later. <laughs> How was your visit with us? Stellar. It's great. It's awesome. Awesome. Everyone's got my time turner. A plus customer service. <laughs> um, okay, so, so you dumb. smashed my prophecy, said Voldemort softly. No, Bella, he's not lying. I see the truth looking at for, looking at me from within his worthless mind. Months of prepara- preparation, months of effort, and my Death Eaters have let Harry Potter thwart me again. <laughs> my man. So it's really funny because like I've come to, and really it's just ever since the uh, graveyard like when mm-hmm. we were recording. But Voldemort showing up is now really entertaining to me because the level of salt that he possesses but you know is, is so like. Too? It, the more that we, like, do this, the less scary Voldemort gets. Because I'm looking at Harry like, you dumb piece of shit. Right. And then Voldemort comes in like, thwarted me again. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he thwarted you by accidentally dropping it and then his friend kicked it. Like, it wasn't like he was like, smash, boom, thwarted you. He was like, oh, shit, whoops, my bad. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> He just stumbles his way. He stumbles into the right the thing. The most powerful dark wizard of all time. <laughs> and you cannot. Either he cannot, like, he can't be, he's like a master planner, you know what I mean? Like the, I've been watching Elementary, obviously, so like Sherlock and Moriarty, they like look at all of the things and then that's how they build this like master plan. But for it mm-hmm. to happen, everything needs to go right. You need to turn left when you're supposed to turn left. If you turn right, they have a contingency, but like. They have contingencies about contingencies. Mm-hmm. How do you can how do you have a contingency for someone like Harry Potter who's just like, oop. Whoops. Whoops. In which case then you just take the fucking boy and drop him off a cliff or something. Just shoot him with a bullet. <laughs> Two to the chest. Cause I'm very sick of him stumbling his way to success. And you bumbling behind in failure talking about how you the darkest lord had ever done it and everyone should be scared of you. And you can't beat Harry Potter? Like, of all the people. This, this is bitch. This is number five? Five. One, two, three, four. Number five. This five bitch times. Is drugged, not just him, him and five of his friends that know nothing. Nothing. Right into your trap. And, and he you, still thwarted you. You still lost. By accident, because he was clumsy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, there, is a, isn't there a spell where, like, ropes shoot out of your wand and, like, tie someone up? 
Yeah, Umbridge just used that on a centaur. Okay, so Harry's holding the thing. L- Lucius is like, give me the prophecy. Harry's like, why do you want it? Give me the prophecy. Why do you want it? Rope spell. Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> it just is. Oh it, it can't be that hard. It cannot no. be. Uh, Delia in the chat says that Tom Riddle in book two was like, I was curious how a child could could have thwarted the great Lord Voldemort, but now I see. Use lucky, fool. Which is <laughs> what is happening. He's just lucky in like the weirdest, like, just what? How? 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 Lily's love. This is not Lily's love. That was that was some fluke shit. I don't know. Lily's love done worn out. Um, probably not. James's. I don't know. I don't. No, know. Don't, no. I don't want to be in the business <laughs> sticking up for Harry Potter. Okay. Or making excuses for Voldemort. It's not why Let's I'm here. On. Let's move on. Um. Master, I'm so sorry. I knew not. I was fighting the Animagus Black. Saw Bellatrix. Master, you should know. Be quiet, Bella. I shall deal with you in a moment. Maybe you should listen to her, though, because she's Ooh. trying to warn you that your mans is in the Department of Mysteries and is coming for you. Coming. But Voldemort pays no attention, instead saying, I have no more, I have nothing more to say to you, Potter. And that's only because he got it all out at the graveyard. It's only been a year. He's like, I don't really have no more else to say we did the pageantry I'm, the last I'm time i'm not done with my next hour so i the graveyard i had spent a whole year writing this hour of the like this one man show mm-hmm. this soliloquy i'm not there yet so everything i said last summer still stands yep so let's do this avada kadaa so you've irked me too often for too long um but the headless golden Irked. Irked. My man's done embarrassed the fuck out of you. <laughs> Made you it's look like true. a straight jackass. It's very true. But you know, irked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so the headless golden statue of the wizard in the fountain had sprung alive, leaping from its plinth, and landed on the floor with a crash between Harry and Voldemort. The spell merely glanced off of its chest, and the statue flung out its arms, protecting Harry. What? said Voldemort. Dumbledore. And then uh, Dumbledore stands and he's standing in front of the Golden Gates. Uh, Voldemort raises his wand and shoots another jet of green light at Dumbledore, who turned and was gone with a whirling of his cloak. The next second, he appeared behind Voldemort because they're apparating just they're like, you know what? We just go flaunt it. We got this. Um, Also, just a whirl of his cloak. Also, like to point cloak, out, cloak, not a three-piece wonder, suit. Mm-mm. A whirl of a cloak said, <sighs> disappeared and re- reappeared behind Voldemort. It was lit. Um, the statue of the witch ran at Bellatrix, who screamed and sent spells streaming uselessly off its chest before it dived at her, pinning her to the floor. Meanwhile, the goblin and the house elf scuttled toward the fireplaces set along the wall. They are alerting Fudge that a whole mess of people broke into the Ministry of Magic, including. Voldemort and notorious mass murderer Sirius Black. So, the one-armed centaur uh, galloped at Voldemort, who vanished and appeared and reappeared beside the pool. The headless statue thrust Harry backward away from the fight as as Dumbledore advanced on Voldemort, and the golden centaur cantered around them both. It was foolish to come here tonight, Tom," said Dumbledore. 
That's also the other best part about Voldemort showing up, especially when Dumbledore's there, because he just calls him Tom. It's, it's the most petty-ass shit. But also, I think after this, doesn't Harry start calling him Tom more? I think in the final battle he does. He doesn't He doesn't dare until it's then. It's not until after Dumbledore's Dumbledore gone. died. Yeah. yeah. He's like, all right, I could, I could take up the mantle. Um... But Dumbledore also talks to him. Like, my favorite thing is not just that Dumbledore calls him Tom, but he talks to him like a former student. Yeah. Like, I'd have known you. Since you you were 11. Yeah. It's a long time. You weren't impressive then. Not impressive now. Pain in my ass then. Mm Should have kicked you out when I had the chance. I saw the signs and didn't listen. Um... By which time I shall be gone and... Oh, sorry. Dumbledore said the R's are on their way. By which time I shall be gone and you dead, spat Voldemort. He sent another killing curse at Dumbledore, but missed, and said hitting the security guard's desk, which burst into into flame. Um, Eric doesn't deserve this shit. That's all all I gotta say about that. Um, Um, You know who doesn't deserve this shit? Not Eric, but the filch of the Ministry of Magic is gonna walk in like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Though he probably is magical, so he can like, you know, it won't take as long as filch, but he is gonna walk into work like, you some of my bitches. Couldn't do this anywhere else. Mm -mm. No, why, why, why not? Dumbledore flicked his own wand. The force of the spell that emanated from it was such that Harry, though shielded by the stone, by his by the stone guard felt his hair stand on end as it passed and this time Voldemort was forced to conjure a shining silver shield out of thin air to deflect it the spell whatever it was caused no visible damage to the shield though a deep gong-like note reverberated from it an oddly chilling sound you do not seek to kill me Dumbledore called Voldemort above such brutality are you we both know that there are other ways of destroying a man Tom said Dumbledore calmly Merely taking your life would not satisfy me, I admit. There is nothing worse than death, Dumbledore. You are quite wrong, um, said Dumbledore. Harry felt scared to see him walking along, undefended, shieldless. He wanted to cry out a warning, but his headless guard kept shunting him backward toward the wall, blocking his, ever, his every attempt to get out from behind it. Harry, what are you, what are you going to do other than get in the way? Can you just chill? Just sit We're there. We're all here because you didn't know how to just chill. Stop it. Make it. You make everything worse. How have um, you not learned that yet? It's what you do. Um, indeed, your failure to understand that there are things much worse than death has always been your greatest weakness. Message. Woo. Another jet of green light flew from behind the silver shield. Like, like, Voldemort, you ain't got no... I thought you taught Bellatrix all she knows, and did you just teach her about a cadaver because week i think he's like ain't nobody got time for this voldemort or dumbledore i don't need you shooting a a spell and then a lecture and shooting spell what are you professor benz i've done this it's old let's go (laughs) i was there when benz was alive um (laughs) uh dumbledore had drawn back his wand and waved it as though brandishing a whip a long thin flame flew from the tip it wrapped itself around Voldemort's shield and all for a moment it seemed Dumbledore had won then the fiery rope became a serpent which relinquished its hold upon Voldemort at once and turned hissing furiously to face Dumbledore Voldemort vanished the snake reared from the floor ready to strike 
There was a burst of flame in midair above Vol- above Dumbledore, just as Voldemort reappeared, standing on the plinth in the middle of the pool where so recently the five statues had stood. Look out, Harry yelled. But even as he shouted, one more jet of green light had flown at Dumbledore from Voldemort's wand, and the snake had struck. Fox swooped down in front of Dumbledore, opened his beak wide, and swallowed the jet of green light whole. He burst into flame and fell to the floor, small, wrinkled, and flightless. At the same moment... Er, yeah, at the same moment, Dumbledore brandished his wand in one long, fluid movement. The snake, which had been an instant from sinking its fangs into him, flew high into the air and vanished in a wisp of dark smoke. The water in the pool rose up and covered Voldemort like a cocoon of molten glass. Fox is a real one. Fox is like, a I know goat. that your decision-making is probably different when you know that you're going to be all right. True. You know? <laughs> Though I just found out that Groot isn't Groot. It's Groot's son. So, she died. But, does Fox die? No, no he remembers. are different. I was like, Phoenix, he, I was like Fox yeah. isn't a talking tree, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Different. I mean, like, Fox dies, but then is reborn. It's just like, because he's a phoenix. That's just what they do. Right, but does he re, is he reborn? Like, Groot is reborn a baby. Mm-hmm. So, fox is the same person. He's not some. He's not the offspring of Fox. Don't confuse. He doesn't have to like re- it's not relearn. How phoenixes work. He also, have to Fox is not. Um, yeah, Fox is not anthropomorphic either. So, okay. Yeah. So you don't have to. Worry all about that, that being said, though, Fox is ride or die. Because mm-hmm. he was like, well, again, you can do that when you know you just gone. Right. I'm a kid again. You're fine. I'm going to take this one, you know, lose some hair, get a facelift, mm-hmm. take a nap. You're going to owe me. So I'm going to be treated very well until I, you know, am full grown again. Mm-hmm. For a few seconds, it. Voldemort was visible only as a dark, rippling, faceless figure, shimmering and indistinct upon the plinth, clearly struggling to throw off the suffocating mask and mass and then he was gone and the water fell with a crash back into its pool slopping wildly over the sides drenching the polished floor master screamed bellatrix sure it was over sure voldemort had decided to flee harry made to run out from behind his statue guard but dumbledore bellowed stay where you are harry for the first time dumbledore sound sounded frightened um and harry could not see why and then harry scar burst open you're giving him a heart attack that's why why are we even here because you don't know how to stay where you are oh this is all your fault what are you talking about and then Harry scar burst open he knew he was dead it was pain beyond imagining pain past endurance he was gone from the hall he was locked in the coils of a creature with red eyes so tightly bound that harry did not know where his body ended and the creatures began they were fused together bound by pain and there was no escape and then the creature spoke it used harry's mouth so that in his agony he felt his jaw move kill me now dumbledore if death is nothing dumbledore kill the boy let the pain stop thought harry let him kill us end it dumbledore death is nothing compared to this and i'll see Sirius again which again all these goddamn ellipses that nobody asked for. And I'll see Sirius again. And as Harry's heart filled with emotion, the creature's coils loosened. The pain was gone. Harry was lying face down on the floor, his glasses gone, shivering as though he lay upon ice, not wood. I will say that this impact 
is much better than you have no you uh, you know no, no no love or friendship and I feel sorry for you. Are you kidding me? I love this. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this is better than that. No, but I love that scene too. It's like I mean I Daniel love that Radcliffe, scene. Actor. No, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Daniel was doing the damn thing. Not even gonna lie. But I think that this is a different kind of. It's just different than what happened in the in the movie, and also yes, we all know how I feel about the movie. So, and then there were voices echoing through the hall. More voices than there should have been. Harry opened his eyes. He's back. And are uh, and saw Dumbledore was uh, had been down to see if he was all right. Yes, said Harry. Yeah, I'm. Where's Voldemort? Where? Who are all these? What? The atrium was full of people. What time did we only, get here? <laughs> just, only two hours late. Two, three. We were in the time room for a little bit, too. So, like, mm-hmm. who knows what happened in there? How much time passed? Like, I just. What? Mm-hmm. Um, he was there, shouted a scarlet robed man with a ponytail um, who was pointing at a pile of golden rubble on the other side of the hall. I saw him, Mr. Fudge. I swear it was you know who. He grabbed a woman and disapparated. Again, Zach. why are you apparating? Never mind. We're going to leave it now. I know Williamson. I know. I saw him too, um, said Fudge. Merlin's beard. Here. Here in the Ministry of Magic. Great heavens above. It doesn't seem possible. How can this be? How? Because y'all ain't got how? no security. What how? you mean how, Does fam? it not seem possible? You left the village vo- We've been talking about this open. shit for a year. You didn't say, oh, let's put some precautions on who can apparate into the Ministry at what time. Everything's okay. open. Dumbledore may be a little kooky, but just in case, maybe we should, you know, pay closer attention to who gets into the ministry. I don't believe he's back, but you know, better safe than sorry. Or just have standard security, like, in general. Like, you don't have to, like, sure, you should have a contingency plan for if Voldemort happens to just, like, be alive again. But even with that, like, there are just people you don't just want apparating into the ministry all willy-nilly whenever they want. What are teenagers doing getting into the Ministry of Magic after hours? That's just not safe. What about national security? I'm just... Like, even when, even if you went to the most boring school, you know that school in, um... Footloose, you couldn't even dance. You couldn't dance. But you know what they did? They locked their parking lot and they closed the school because they didn't trust their students not to go in there and wreak havoc. Just lock your doors. It's just easy. These things are just like... (sighs) If you proceed downstairs into the Department of Mysteries, Cornelius, said Dumbledore, you will find several escaped Death Eaters contained in the Death Chamber, um, bound by an anti-disapparation jinx. Voldemort, I mean, Dumbledore just did it off. He was like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> Y'all did can't apparate anymore. You see how easy job. that was. Oh, my gosh. And awaiting your decision as what to do with them. Also, he caught, like, ten Death Eaters who escaped and a couple who were just walking around on his own. So, shout out to that. Um, <clears throat> Dumbledore gasped oh, fudge. Lucius. What are you doing here? Right. Oh, turns um, out I'm a Death Eater, Fudge. My bad, Cornelius. My bad. Sorry. Yikes. Forgot to tell you. I didn't tell you that. That t- one time. I thought you knew that. We were about the Department of Mysteries, like, right outside, you know, the day of the hearing. You didn't. Oh, okay. My bad. I thought I told you, but, like. I, I might not have. That's my bad. That's yeah. That's my fault. My That's my fault. Dumbledore gasped, Fudge. You, here. I, 
I, he looked wildly around at the Rs who he had brought with him, and it could not have been clearer that he was half a mind to cry, seize him. Cornelius, I am ready to fight your men and win again, said Dumbledore. But a few minutes ago, you saw proof with your own eyes that I have been telling you the truth for a year. Lord Voldemort has returned. You have been chasing the wrong men for 12 months, and it is time you listened to sense. I don't... Well, blustered Fudge. Very well. Dawlish, Williamson, go down to the Department of Mysteries and see Dumbledore. You, You will need to tell me exactly. The Fountain of Magical Brethren. What happened? We can discuss that after I've sent Harry back to Hogwarts. Harry? Harry Potter? Like, what do you... Are you not surveying the room? so slow on the come-up? you're not getting reports you didn't know Harry checked in at the visitor's entrance? I just have... So many questions. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think you're supposed to. I don't think so either. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stop. Maybe one day I'll read this and I'll get to where I am now with the new uh, Wizarding World stuff. I'll just be like, well, it's just where we are. But not no, yet. No, because it's I am still not brilliant. There yet. You're just mad at the characters for being the characters that don't make sense, as opposed to the world, which does make sense. It's just that the characters are dumb. Everything's dumb. That is also true. Here, said Fudge. Why? What's all this about? I shall explain everything, repeated Dumbledore, when Harry is What's back at school. What's all this about? What have we been doing for Dumbledore the past year? Dumbledore is literally in the goddamn atrium, and you saw him. What have you been feeding the Daily Prophet for a year? What is this about? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Dumbledore grabs the golden wizard's head and turns it into a portkey. Now, see here, Dumbledore, you haven't got authorization for that portkey. You can't do things like that right in front of the Minister of Magic. You, like, shut up. Go away. You ain't the Minister of Magic no more. Goodbye. You know you're fired. Just leave. Everybody around him is like, mm. Pack it up. Go home. Voldemort was just standing right there in his your ministry. Right. His voice faltered as Dumbledore surveyed him magisterially over the over his half-moon spectacles. You will give the order to remove Dolores Umbridge from Hogwarts. You will tell your Aurus to stop searching for my care of magical creatures teacher so that he can return to work. Nah, you might want to, you could have left that one out. Um, I will give you <laughs> half an hour of my time tonight in which I think we shall be more than able to cover the important parts of what happened here. After that, I shall need to return to my school. If you need any more help from me, you are, of course, more than welcome to contact me at Hogwarts. Letters can addressed to the headmaster will find me. So much style, well, is all I can say. Fudge gobbled worse than ever. His mouth was opened and his round face grew pinker under his rumpled gray hair. I, you, Dumbledore turned his back on him. Take this port key, Harry. Um, He handed uh, Harry the statue. I shall see you in half an hour, he said. One, two, three. Harry felt a familiar sensation of a hook being jerked around his nape, behind his navel. Um, the polished wooden floor had gone from beneath his feet. The atrium, Fudge, and Dumbledore had all disappeared, and he was flying forward in a whirlwind of color and sound. Where's the rest of them? Are they taking um, a separate port key? Probably. Have they fixed Ron yet? Probably not. Well, Dumbledore might have, actually. We don't know. Who is your MVP? Man, this one was, I mean, it wasn't, like, super tough, but it was kind of tough because Sirius Black and then Remus Lupin. But 
problematic fave is still a fave. Yeah. He yeah. said, you can address your letters to the headmaster <laughs> of Hogwarts. Which I'm is rehiring me. myself. <laughs> yeah. I had a nice little sabbatical. Thank you. I do expect back. Spent some time with my brother. We, we connected. You know, I, I did a good spring cleaning of the hog's head. You might, mm-hmm. you know, you can go in there and feel semi-okay about ordering a drink. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but I, yeah, I, too, uh, made Dumbledore my MVP. Um, partially wait, wait, wait. Of- can you look at the spreadsheet? Because I think Sirius should be my MVP. You can make him your MVP. It's not going to change anything. Ugh, fine. Um... Like, if you would like Collusion. to, you can. It's not going to do anything. Collusion! Um, not really. Um, it's just democracy. Um, so, but, okay, so, yeah, so I made Dumbledore my MVP, partly because of that fight with Voldemort, because it was lit. Also, because he kept calling him Tom. Um, and then also because of how you came at Fudge. All of it. It's great. I, there are problems. He might get benched in the next chapter. I haven't, you know, I haven't read it yet, so I haven't fully decided, but that might happen. Um, and I'm okay with that, but for now. Yeah. Delia made Dumbledore her MVP for letting us glimpse the only one he ever feared. Kashana made Dumbledore um, her MVP for fantastic displays of magic and putting, and putting Voldemort in his place. Um, Ariana made Dumbledore MVP for regulating. Amani came in and made Albus motherfucking Dumbledore his MVP. Well, what? Would you look at that? Would you look at that? What? The brand new day. So who did you bench? I mean, this one was really tough. But as much as I feel things about how trash ass Voldemort is, at least he has like a mission. It's a trash mission, but it's a mission. <laughs> Something to believe in. It's a fudge. Because, like, yeah. he's just, like, out of pocket for the, like, the vainest pursuit of power that nobody cares, my dude. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Yeah. Yeah. Like, make it count, you know? It's like mm-hmm. Killmonger. Like... Killmonger was wrong as fuck. But he made some valid points along the way. He I mean, at least Voldemort thought it has through. No valid points, but I do get what you're saying. But he, he has thought it through. You know? You're like, he doesn't have valid points. But you can say, I see where your brain's going there. You're completely wrong and bad shit. But I see the line. I see the train of thought. You don't get that with Fudge. You're just like, what? Mm-hmm. For why? Yeah. Um I, I benched Voldemort this time. I feel like he's not in these books as much as you would think and so doesn't have as many opportunities to get benched, so that was like one reason. Um but also like fuck him. Why are you out here being a bigot and a fascist and a terrorist? Like for what? No one asked for that. For funsies. So afraid to be to die. You're like seventy. Live your life. Go on vacation. Dude, there's a lady who is like it was in the news. It's like one of those public interest stories, but she's like legit, like ninety five or something, still working, still doing the damn thing, 
And I was like, Voldemort, you wish you could. Like, he could never. Could never. And that's all on him. Mm-hmm. Um, Delia benched Fudge. Dumbledore having to run your school and your whole law enforcement and your whole government for you. Take a seat. Kashana also benched Fudge because Brown needs to be a lot quicker on the uptake. Amani benched Voldemort because you were talking all that mess, homie, and you threw away your shot. As always. Like, he always does this. I just feel like, learn from your mistakes. And, like, um, Harry Potter is not just a 15-year-old. He's a dumbass 15-year-old. It shouldn't be this hard. It should not be this hard. Um, And then Ariana benched Bellatrix, the hag. I'll allow it. So, thank you for listening. Um, next week, we will discuss chapter 37 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, The Lost Prophecy. Is Make it, sure. Is it happier? Um, no. No. Sorry. I had to think about it. But no. I haven't read that chapter in a while. <laughs> no. I don't know why you had to think about it. I don't know. I don't know. The last chapter is maybe a little bit happier. No. I don't really know, to be honest. Like, let me Let me stop. Make sure to read and follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Um, and join us for our live tweet of, or of the Order of the Phoenix movie on April 7th, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Use the hashtags WizardTeam and H-P-O-O-T-P. Um, after the movie, we'll do our last Order of the Phoenix uh, ch- uh, episode where we will recap both the book and the movie and figure out who is the real MVP and who is benched for the entire book. Um, so that means that April 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific time um, is the deadline to get in all of your votes. So do that as soon as you can. You can email if you've been holding on to them, email them to me um, or to us at weblackandnerds at gmail.com. You can also DM us on Twitter, Facebook. You can make a thread. Someone has been putting their MVP votes in the comments when we post the episode oh on facebook that's been, yeah that's great that's too been great there are so many it's different ways know exactly which vote it goes, it goes to. to exactly so you there's so many different ways for you to for you to do it um just let me know and then the minute i get time like i just like make a note and then put it in the spreadsheet um the minute i get Early time balloting, and paper balloting yeah there are a lot of ways to do it um so you should just do it and if you want to like check that i got them um, what I usually do is I'll like your message, and that means once it's liked, that means it's in there. But if you want to double check, hit me up. Or maybe you just want to talk to Bayana about dragons. That you don't too. really need I an mean, excuse. I, there are lots of things you can hit me up about, but for this specifically, you can also do that. Um, on April 18th, we are starting Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So, Yeah. You know the only thing worse than fifth year Harry is six year Harry. <laughs> I actually really do not fuck with six year Harry. Oof, six year uh, Harry is a is a problem. Problem. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Po- it's the post chosen one thing. John, because he has like I all mean, the stuff that he has in this chap in this book. Yeah, except, he's no like, less traumatized. Except everyone is like, oh so cute and popular and it goes to his head and you're just like fam I need you to take yeah. like and buyer's remorse seats. or whatever yeah and no, also survivor's, survivor's remorse survivor's um, remorse and also a lot of obsession with Draco Malfoy 
so much. It's a no. Anyway. Which would be so cute if six-year Harry and first-year Draco got together and just obsessed together. Mm-hmm. Could have been friends. Could have been friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to try to go to bed. Not at five in the morning. Wish me luck. May the force be with you. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.